You're listening to Moms in Overtime with Elisa and Sarah. And today we're talking about mom shaming. <laughs> and we record. What? He's making me laugh. Sorry. No, I yeah. like it. Keep it. So before we, I force this intro because if you follow us long enough, you know we're not good at it. I said, we'll just do a tight 20 minutes on mom shaming. And Sarah's like, we could go for three hours. <laughs> He's going to put that already in there. That's where the episode started. Was oh, okay. the pre, and you just decided to like redo it again. It's fine. Uh, More mom shaming. I'm I'm shaming you on our podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, Sarah was about to tell a story about how she was mom shamed, and John said, "Save it for the show." Yes. Am I starting? Okay. So this is. I'm going to start. One. I'm going to start with. I totally understand. Lisa's going to like slightly hate me for this conversation oh I can't wait because she's gonna shame me too <laughs> but there's a rule and I follow the rule anyways peanut allergies in our school they have specific rules of peanut allergies for my kids kindergarten and I follow them I follow them all the way the kids can put literally I looked it up Anything in their lunch, anything, anything I want, I can put in their food for lunch. Anything says, which includes peanuts. It doesn't say anything but nuts. Wait, that's weird though. Why is that? If you're either you're either a nut a nut free school or you're not. No, it's not because in the lunchroom they're facilitated for nut allergies and they're ready for it or like those the they nut segregate them yes but this I is my biggest you. fear this is what i don't like i don't like it okay go on no you you know because you're not there yet okay i have like so many stories about this first i'm gonna tell you why i know this rule is the case and i can put a reese's peanut butter cup in my daughter's lunch because she's like i don't want to get dressed or put socks on in the morning can you put put a reese's peanut butter cup in my lunch fine i'm fucking gonna do it because it's gonna get you put your socks on your shoes on and you're gonna eat something it involves protein it's healthy like it's not healthy if you eat, think of the sugar she doesn't eat enough sugar in a day to like cause one Reese's peanut butter cup to be like over her sugar limit for the day. I don't know who uh, people are ridiculous. So who, are what, what, your, what were your mom shaving on? The sugar or the... Today, the peanuts. And she's like, I can't believe they're letting you. Oh, wait, no, no. She started the conversation. One, I took the afternoon off today so I could go have my daughter play with her daughter at the park because they had a half a day. And she's like, what are you feeding your kids for a snack and a lunch i hear you're getting giving them candy and fruit snacks i hear and I'm like, oh, these, yeah. kids, these kids talk to each other i'm like yes i am giving them fruit snacks and candy oh yes, yeah yes. no that's yeah 100 with that i always put a treat in there i yeah. put a peanut butter treat in there okay go wait, on wait. i'm i will tell you why that this is okay in my school in a second okay Anyways, so 
she clearly already shamed me in the beginning because she included the fruit snack in there. It had nothing to do with the nut allergy, but she threw that in there later. Oh, my daughter has a nut allergy, and I'm surprised they're letting you do that. And they're sitting, they sit next to each other. And I'm like, if she really had a nut allergy, she wouldn't be sitting at the same table as Rowan because they wouldn't let her sit at the same table as right. Rowan. Because it's a, it's a 405. Is it 405? 404? Yes. 504. 504. What I, I had to fill one out for Allie. I should know what the fuck it was called. Anyway, go on. So, and so anyways, I'm like, I was so pissed because it clearly she's like totally shaming me because I'm giving my daughter sugar or nuts. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's okay that she can, I can put anything I want in there, in their lunch. And it's classrooms are nut free. It's not okay. Lunch. So like the parties and all that stuff, like all of that. Them. Yes, are not. We can't bring food treats ever into their. Yeah, classroom. we can't. Yeah, not really. Yeah, we don't. Care. Well, right now with COVID, you can't bring anything. Yeah. Yeah, but like in general, my son went through this. I'm, I'm like, I'm a seasoned parent in this school system. Like now, like you can't fucking throw something at me and be like, I. This is not the first time I'm go- going through this, and. Like, I was just like, no, no, I'm not even like, I don't even want to engage with you anymore. You clearly don't know the rules, don't know what's going on. And I so I sent her a message. I took a screenshot of like, you could put anything in your food or in your lunchbox. I sent it to her today and I said, here's the thing. I'm a big rule follower. I'm going to follow rules, especially if it's if it's possibly gonna put a child at harm in harm's way i'm gonna follow the rules the rules right now state that i can put anything in my kid's lunchbox and i sent her the the a screenshot of that and the link to where i got that from and i was like i can't even and she didn't respond i was like <laughs> at first i said thanks for the play day today but here bitch um, here you go. I was so pissed. I was like, I didn't even want to t- fucking talk to her after that. Because why are you like judging me? I like I'm all I'm I know we have and I I understand at least a peanut allergies, all that stuff. I am very sensitive to that. I actually put it in and I was like, I don't feel really comfortable with this, but I know that the classroom people bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, like Rowan is not sharing her They're separated, yeah. Yeah, Rowan is not sharing her chocolate with any child. I can tell you that right now. That (laughs) she doesn't even share her chocolate with me. Like, she's not sharing her chocolate. Like, it's not happening. So, I might, I felt a little guilty putting it in to begin with. Because it was peanut butter. That's it. But not because it was sugar or chocolate or any of that because I don't live by that like I don't live by strict dietary rules because I don't think that's good for them like I think it's better for them to understand sugars and how they affect your body and when they eat it how they feel don't I'm not making the decision for them but I'm gonna tell you I'm not mad at you thanks so but I'm going to tell you, in our school, if you get hot lunch, 
you can sit with the people that have peanut allergies. So, at least back in the day, back in the day before COVID, you can sit anywhere you wanted in the lunchroom or not anywhere. You had to sit with your classroom. But if you got hot lunch, you could sit at the allergy table. So the allergy table was like the cool place to sit because it like brought all the other kids together that had hot lunch and you could get, you could sit at the allergy table. So it didn't, you didn't, it didn't matter on like what classroom you were in. So it actually at our school was like the cool table and the like where everyone from all the classes that could like interact go. And which is also why I knew that my daughter gave up nuts in her lunch because I knew about the allergy table. <laughs> Have you seen like the w- woman on TikTok who like makes like the elaborate lunches for their kids? Mm. I mean, not that she's shaming, but I feel shamed like inadvertently. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I think John needs to hear this. So, do you want to know the definition of mom shaming, John? I think you do. I think our, our listeners do as well. So technically, mom shaming is simply put when a person criticizes or degrades a mother or both parents for their parenting choices because they differ from their choices. That is a shamer would make. So this can be done privately or publicly. Celebrities are often victims of mom shaming. Why is that a sentence in there? Anyway. Okay, so I like the publicly or privately because I feel like more and more it's become publicly, right? Like mm-hmm. it's where you just like put something especially if you have like an instagram or tiktok following and then you put some parenting choice up no matter what it is someone's going to be in your comments like you know the biggest example is like you breast you don't breastfeed you bottle feed like that's a good example yeah. of one yeah. um let's see i feel like i'm gonna say this because my mom is not gonna listen to this podcast she, my mom is the biggest mom shamer like my mother is and i she just constantly is at me like about random things not even necessarily parenting choices just all choices i feel like example before we started this podcast i text messaged john and sarah and i said we should talk about this tonight and it was the fact that my mom texted me out of the blue she has my kids she had my kids tonight and said in quotes as like showing my kids said it my mom does not decorate for halloween okay and it said she goes do that for the kids she texts me these things it's like she takes everything my four and seven year olds say. They they said you don't decorate for Halloween. First of all, like you've been to my house, like I clearly decorate for Halloween. Do I bring everything out on October first? No, I don't. But she just like always has little digs where it's like, oh, your kid said you were working too much. Oh, your kid said like she has a hard time remembering like when we were kids, I think, and how she worked a lot, and like. I don't know. Like, she doesn't remember any of that. Yet, she is always... She's the ultimate shamer for me. I've Actually, it doesn't matter if she heard this, because I've told her this before. You are the person that is in my ear or in my text messages being like, oh, you should do this. You should do this. You should do this. Like, so, she has a rule book for everything. Rule book how we planned a wedding, how we had baby showers, how we had wedding showers. Like, she just mm-hmm. has her own set of, like, standards. And she likes to put that on me. So, she is my ultimate mom shamer. I've never been mom shamed publicly though, or by someone that I barely knew. I will classify it. I know that. I literally met this woman today. 
And she was like, I mean, I, all I wanted to say, I really wanted to say, I'm sorry your fucking daughter wants candy and fruit snacks for snack and lunch. It sucks for you, but maybe make a different decision so your par- your kids like you. That's what I wanted to say. That's a little, oh, that's a little mom shaming, though. I just mom shamed her. But that's I didn't, the, I didn't wait, say that. That's part of the problem. You're part of the problem. I didn't say it, though. I just, I wanted to say She's it. She's only saying it now on this technically public podcast. That could, I know. <laughs> that could go viral that. at any second. Oh, yeah. Any second. It's going to go viral. No. That's right. You know what? So, like, the problem is, is, like, my choices to be a more lenient parent with my kids' food choices doesn't mean that I, like, I have to have that same choices as you. And it sucks for you, but it's going to make your life harder every single day by you deciding something so stupid to stand your ground on. Like, stand your ground on something else. Like, pick something else to... I Wait, I have something. I have something to contribute to this, which this is what Sarah needs to hear. So, apparently, if you Google, how do you deal with mom shaming? Because, guys, as women and as mothers, we need Google to tell us what to do, right? So, first is don't respond. I think these are all if it's virtual, because how do you not respond to someone talking to your face? Um, I didn't respond. That's literally what I did. She's responding right now. She's responding right now. (laughs) I'm not responding. I'm not responding right now. We don't know who this person is. You, I could have had five play dates with five different people since the the time of the other. By the time this airs, there could be like ten hundred different play dates, and I'm gonna meet ten hundred different moms at the. Like seriously. Number two. Do delete your posts and your tweets or comments. See, this is virtual. Don't obsess about the shaming. Do keep it in perspective. Don't read what they write. Yeah, see, this is all, yes, vir- all virtual. Consider stepping away. Don't. I did. Number I seven. Did that. Number seven. I walked away. Sarah. I literally didn't say anything and I walked away. Here's, and they started talking to the other mom. Sarah needs <laughs> number seven. Don't shame the shamers. Number eight, stay positive. Yeah, right. Fuck that um, shit. You know, I don't know. I think that I think the problem is that everyone has an opinion about everything, right? Like, especially parenting, everyone has an opinion, and I, I think people like think they mean well, but also like everything you do is not the correct way. Even everything I do is probably not the correct way. Like, should I be more of a gentle parent? Probably, but I really really lack patience <laughs> and i know this way though yeah i lack patience but i don't know i just think there's a million ways to do things and i think yes like if you are a straight up terrible terrible parent like this doesn't apply to you but if you just chose a different way to do things i mean there's people who like put their kids on the internet right and like people don't like that and some people don't put their kids on the internet like you know i've seen a lot of shame about that like how how could you put your kids out there? Da, 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 like, you know, for for influencers or whatever. And it, if that's what they choose to do, that's what they choose to do. Listen, our parents all made terrible decisions. It just weren't blasted on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, it's true. Like, 
every decision they made was not put out for the public to judge. That's the problem. We're oversharers. That's one of the things. Now, yes, I'm moms in overtime. I feel like we put lots of fun stuff out there. We try to do whatever we can. There's things I would post on there that I feel like the audience is, you know, of like mind of the most part versus what I would put on like my personal one. You know, some people don't like jokes about how you're annoyed about your kids. People are in those comments saying, oh, you don't love your kids. It's a joke. It's a joke, guys. Like it's a joke. And it was in the minute, in the moment. Like, yeah, like, right. You're like, yeah, I'm annoyed with them right now. What doesn't mean I? it stops me from loving them? Like, get over it. Like, I can make fun of their stupid behavior right now and give them hugs and kisses three seconds later. Like, I'd say it too with, like, mom shaming on social media. You're also getting, like three sentences at best in like a picture or like mm-hmm. 30 seconds of a video. You're not getting like the whole thing. And I feel like people who are in the comments like that, like just in everyone's business, I understand you put it out there, but at the same time, like you don't know their entire life. Like I love following that Emily on TikTok who does a lot of the life without the filter type of stuff, which like, I think oh, yeah. there's room for people who want to create a picture perfect whatever and there's like real. I love following people that are more real. And I feel like they get shamed a lot because they're just like not giving this ideal picture, right? Like she's like, here's my laundry in my hallway. Like I have laundry in my hallway right now too. Like I feel like I deal with the most shaming is about like how my state of my house is. That's the that's the shaming I'm most sensitive to. Mm-hmm. And it's been put in my head by my parents, my mother. Hey. Boomer. Well, your parents are like, are they boomers? Yeah, they, they're boomers. Are sixty and sixty-four. Like they're so young. I mean, they're life. they're young for some parents. I mean, they had me when I, they were like twenty-two. So my dad's older, but yeah. But th- there's just this idyllic, yeah. like you know, it, things should be done a certain way. And I think the a lot of the shaming is like, you know. You're mm-hmm. not doing things the way we want them to do. I, again, my shaming is more about people who are older than me. Thinking I should do things the way that they did it. And yeah. I like seeing people at my age doing things the way they're doing it, right? Like, you didn't ever work as much as we did and had as little money as we did. I stand by that. Your money went a lot further and you your time went a lot further. I still I, – that's a sensitive thing when I talk about that with my mom and stuff. They'll be like, oh, we didn't work hard. I'm not saying you didn't work hard. I'm saying that – your money in 1991 or whatever went a lot further and your time went a lot further than it does for my generation. We spend mm-hmm. more time working because we need to work because we need to have the money. Like there's so much more need it feels like and not, you know, so I feel like our generation in terms of shaming is like, I let my house go sometimes and that's what happens. And then I'll have my mom or other moms, right? They'll be like, oh, your house is like a mess. You should get it together. And it's like, this is together. This is together as I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I tried. Like, I got it. Well, my favorite is when, like, my mother-in-law gives me cleaning tips. It's like, mm. or just starts cleaning stuff. And I'm like, um, I didn't think that was dirty. So get your ass out of my kitchen. Like. That's, that's shaming. It's a little bit of mom shaming. Yeah. Like, I just start cleaning stuff randomly is telling me that you think it's dirty. So don't come in my house. 
you don't have to come. You don't have to come to my house if you think it's dirty. It's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. I don't need you here. <laughs> Just let it be. Trying to think top mom shaming things. I would say breastfeeding versus bottle feeding is a huge one. Oh, that's um, like, I mean. Questioning baby's milestones. That's that's a big mom shamer, John. Like, oh, oh my child walks yeah. now. Wrong competition. Remember when you said that this would last for 20 minutes? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I totally forgot. This mom that was shamed me earlier then turned it into, wait, are we going to take the, like, I don't know, IQ tests at our school? When are you going to take that? And I was like, your school has an IQ test? Five. Or like uh, gifted kid tests. I don't know. She explained it. I was like, I've never heard of it. I don't care. Like, my kids, they'll tell that me like if the they're best gifted. play date. It was amazing. I wanted to punch her in the face when I left. I'm like, no, I haven't encountered too many nice to meet days. you. I'm so glad I get to have Ooh, eight more months of you. Uh, I thought of another one. Uh, another big mom shamer is your choice of to work or stay at home. Mm-hmm. That's a big one too, John. Oh man. That's Both bad. are hard jobs for different reasons. I, I, I feel like I don't want to say like, Oh, being a stay at home mom is like harder. I, I, here's the thing. I never had an opinion on it until I was kind of like forced into it during the pandemic. And like, I didn't have a job for like, a, like the most time I've ever not had a job. And I was at home and I was like, this is harder for different reasons. Like, I like the fact that I have more time to, like, pick up my house and that's put together. But I also feel like I would lose my mind if I did this 24-7. Because I need an outlet. I need adult interaction. I need, like, another purpose, another thing in my schedule. You know, I thrive on chaos a little bit. I like to complain about working a lot. But, like, I don't know what to do if I don't have – if I have extra time. And I had to be home for that time period. And I was like, okay – they're they're hard for different reasons, but I kind of still feel like I had more time though. The things I wanted to spend more time on, I got to spend more time on, like making sure my house is in order and like you know cooking dinner at a decent time. And I I lost all of that when I had that going to work. But that's like I don't think you should be ashamed for either choice. I think if you're if it worked for your works for your family and for your personality and for your mental health, like you like being at home, that's what you chose to do, mm-hmm. then. I think your job is probably still very hard, but I don't want to be shamed for going to work. Like I'm not home enough or I'm not with my kids or whatever. Like I have to fucking pay a mortgage, like, and have a retirement fund. Like at some point in my life, like if you can sit, be a stay at home mom and achieve those other financial goals, then cool. But like, I cannot, <laughs> I, have, I need to work and I want to work. So I shouldn't be shamed for that. That's a big one. That is huge. My, CFO to my company is a female and I slightly re- no I aesthetically love that um and she still does the same problems she still goes through the same like mom problems that we do like every day she's a CFO to a Fortune 500 company and like still dealing with mom shit and every day and I just I don't know I want to be successful for my career 
as well as being successful as a mom, I feel like you can be both. And you yeah, don't. If you, want, if you want both, you could be both. You can do both. And you're not sacrificing your family by going to the office. I got another not, one. And I feel like working moms, especially in my hood, get a lot of shame. Yeah, I could see that. I have another one. Questioning her birth choices. That's a big one. I feel like just like you don't please don't tell me about how like I should not have an epidural. Like, I don't care if you want to have birth in a tub or in like a blow up pool in your kitchen. I honestly don't care if that works for you. That's fine. But like, I don't need to be shamed because I'd rather have drugs. (laughs) The drugs, John. Give me the drugs. (laughs) Yeah, more drugs. More drugs. Always more drugs. That's what John says. Always more drugs. I live my life Uh, by always more drugs. So, with a lot of you medical people in my life, definitely geared me towards doing epidural to begin with. I mean, I would not have survived my delivery with Gannon without. And I... And everyone, oh my gosh, I had both of the girls vaginally, I delivered both of them vaginally, and everyone's like, wait, you didn't have a C-section with the twins? And I'm like, no, because I delivered a freaking, like, bowling ball the first time. (laughs) He was big, so big. (laughs) It was was fine. The six-pound one's just like came out like they're fine they're fine i was like i will deliver twins any day over delivering gannon it's fine (laughs) but i could not not have an epidural for the girls because what if it went straight into having an emergency c-section and i needed like so i didn't really get a choice like the second time around but I got a choice to say, like, hey, I want to at least try to deliver them vaginally versus having a C-section. I don't know. I, I, got, I got two more topic points. Okay. Here's another shaming topic point. Commenting on other moms' bodies. I've never done that in my entire life. Sometimes I see, like, comments on things on Instagram, and I'm just like, never have I been compelled to get into someone's comment section and be like, you look like shit. Like, I've never, like, never, ever been, go- like, you have to be a special type of person to really spend your time seeking out other women's bodies and then commenting on them. Here's an example. She already, oh, John said he sees me look like shit all the time. I mean, that's because, like, when you start working somewhere for 13 years, you just, I, and I'm wearing a mask at the time, I'm not putting a full face of makeup on. And I'm also going to take my mask down if I'm going to talk to you. So, you have to live with what's underneath there. Um. Anyway, that was mean, John. Um, so I think it's, it, was, it is, he's shaming you out of love. He's like a love shaming you. You know what, John? Here's the thing. With my looks, I like to keep the bar very low. If I make it too high on a Monday through Friday basis at 60 hours a week, then I wouldn't expect that. And I just need to keep it very low, as low as possible. <laughs> to the point where sometimes when I wear a lipstick and I'm dressed up, someone's like, what's going on today? I don't know. I felt like getting my shit together on a Tuesday. It's none of your business. Why? I'm going for an interview. See you later. 
Actually, one time John's like, are you having an affair? Because I look, is it you that said that? Yeah. He's like, are you having an affair? You've worn like lipstick three days in a row. I'm like, first of all, little do you know, this lipstick was presented to me by Sarah. It does not come off. I couldn't get it off for the second day. So I was reapplied. <laughs> I washed my whole entire face with makeup remover and it did not come off. So, so we're just going to ride the 18 hours into 24. That's what we're doing. <laughs> It really, it says 18 hours, but it really means, like, 24 days. 24. It does not come off. Anyway. Wow, that was a segue. Okay. Uh, mom's bodies. Here's an example. She already lost her baby weight, question mark. She must be neglecting her baby to work out. She still hasn't lost her baby weight. Yeah, you basically wraps up. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're skinny, then you're a skinny bitch who lost the weight and must be working out and doesn't care about their kids. If you're bigger, then must you let yourself go. You're not having sex anymore. You haven't tried. That's that's what's going on. Oh, my. OMG. For the update, I totally forgot. Hey, guess what? It's been 20 years since I graduated high school. Um, at my high school, 20-year high school reunion recently, Someone said they had a six-month-old, and I and she looked. I, I I was like, "You look like you walked out of high school. How did you have a baby six months ago?" But I didn't judge her for not taking care of our baby. I was like, "Fuck! I wish I could have looked like that ever in my life, let alone six months after a baby." That's that's all I thought. I I did not judge her in any way. Of not taking care of her children. You know what? When it comes yeah. to women's bodies, I, I've literally never. I just talked to Aaron about this because I was just. I don't know why the topic came up, but sometimes Aaron and I talk about weirdly deep things. But anyway, <laughs> and I was like, I literally never have looked at a picture of a woman's body on Instagram and been like, wow, she looks terrible. I've seen people bigger than me. I think they look fabulous. Do I think they look fabulous? No. I'm more critical on myself than. Any other person's body. I've literally never seen someone's body and been like, no, that they look terrible. They shouldn't put that on the internet. I've, and then when I see people comment that, I'm just like, I have opposite brain of you. It's never occurred to me that person either looks bad or that I then need to comment on it. Okay. And you're here in the comments. Like it's across your mind. It's living in your head rent free. And you've like dedicated typing something about it. Like that's why sometimes okay. on people's random stuff, I'm like, I'm hyping them up. Like you look great. Six fire emojis. For no reason because i'm just like i did not did not cross my mind to judge you right now you're you're willing to your confidence i know is what i'm seeing all i see is your confidence in this photo i don't i don't i don't see your flaws i see confidence like you're confident enough to put this shit out there for everyone to see you you deserve me to love it me to say you are looking great that's that's also, what you're doing i want to see other people's bite i don't think i realized how much like the 90s and 2000s oh in general this is everybody but like i feel like we were particularly oh, yeah. fucked up in the head in terms of like paparazzi and pictures and blah blah and i don't i think it was a tiktok i saw or someone was really excited that the uh sports illustrated swimsuit model was like of a normal build right and that she had hip divots, okay? True story. She has, like, little hip divots. And they show a picture of it. She's on the runway. And someone's like, this is great. And I was like, wait, that's normal? 
literally didn't know it was normal. My hips do the same thing. Like, I have an indent. And I thought it was just because I had too much weight right there. That's just how my body is. Literally, I'm not saying that models never had it. They just probably photoshopped it out. It's an imperfection, right? Like, your hips should be as straight as possible. And so the people were celebrating this on TikTok or whatever. And I was like, I literally thought the hips were weird. And I feel like it's only come into question or into clarity because the high cut shit is back from like mm-hmm. oh my 1989, 1992, somewhere in there. And so that whole style is back. And I was like, everything used to rest right in that like divot. I know this sounds really weird, but it does go with mom shaming because I just feel like people have like so many comments on people's bodies, especially on the internet. And it's like, I've never seen a body where I've been like, I really need to comment immediately how much they look like trash and should get to the gym. It's <laughs> never crossed my mind. It's not my place. That's not my place. It's not even that. It's just like, it just doesn't occur to me. No. I have one last, one last talking point. It's a pretty good one. So criticizing how a mom spends their free time. Mm. I see that too. We're like, especially on the, again, back to social media, right? Like you see they're at the spa and they're on vacation and people will be like, you don't pay attention to your kids. It's like, you've seen 60 seconds of like an entire week. You don't know yeah. what they're doing, especially if they don't put their kids on the internet. Like it's not your business. Also, you shouldn't judge people's self-care, right? If mm-hmm. my self-care is that I like go with my nails done once a week and I've, budgeted that into my life like you don't get to judge what I do I also I don't get my, I don't get my nails done by the way I wish I did but I don't know the time I was like you don't get your nails done mm-hmm. once a week since when it's an example of something I wish I had time to do and then I would like get judged for it on the internet but, but I, I really love that you said that you budgeted it like I know I always saw the word budget um you have to work Listen, in the budget don't don't judge how I no longer have student loans, okay? Need tips? Hit me up. I'm going to send you to the budget, Mom, but, like, you can come hit me up. So, um, what was I, I was going to say? I have no idea what I was going to say. No, actually, I do now. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Thursday nights. Every Thursday night, I talk to my coworkers. Oh, yeah. I have Thursday night happy happy hour from 5 to, like, 7. Till she calls me on her way home. No, or, like, because it ends and I, like, I still have, like, a half an hour before I actually have to be a mom. I've only done, called you once or actually twice because we've only had in-person happy hour twice. Because oh, yeah. Sorry, it's on the right in, in happy hour, In-person happy hour doesn't happen because we, you know, hey, COVID. But I have happy hour. Every Thursday, every Thursday, I talk to about 10 people from my team that I work with for two to three hours. Normally, the first hour is like the 10 people. The second hour is more like the four people. The third hour is more like the one or two people. Um, But it's all people that... I really enjoy, and I, like, we really enjoy spending time with each other. I'm talking about work and talking about how we feel about certain things and all that stuff. She's doing what we do, John, but she said that we were weird. 
I know. I am. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm. I'm building relationships. Yes, yeah, she's trying, John. Look place. at that. She's gonna make friends with you. She works with. I'm trying. She's gonna have a whole oh second gosh. podcast before we're done. Oh, okay, well, I. I bet you Sergio's gonna listen to this one, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, she's talking about me." Anyways, if we're getting so, shout outs, we just have to shout outs. Hi, Michael. Talk. Thank you for listening. We <laughs> tell Sergio. You you better listen to this one, but but sometimes on the happy hour I do feel like a few of my coworkers judge me that I'm not taking care of my kids. But this is my one night that I have an extra two hours, maybe three, that I'm like, hey, they're fine. They're doing their own thing tonight. Like, they're hanging out with their dad. They're playing with the neighbors. They're doing something else. I don't need to take care of them tonight. We're eating leftovers. We're eating random things in the refrigerator. It's fine. Like, we got this shit. It's 8 o'clock by the time we get off the happy hour. And I'm still putting them to bed like normal. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But there's a few times I'm like... No, I am doing my mom job. I'm still doing my mom job. I'm just pausing it for for me for three hours. It's okay. I can do that. That's part of being a parent is understanding when it's okay to pause it. And they come in. The kids you come in. You yourself. Yeah. I have to pay attention to myself for like a minute. Thursday night. Well, I have, I have one last thing. I think it's a good wrap up. At the end of the day, with mom shaming, I feel like you don't know a couple things. You don't know everybody's life, right? Mm-hmm. You definitely don't know them if you only know them on social media. If you only know them from 30 second videos and random pictures, like, you know, they've curated whatever is their life. So if you feel shame just by seeing those photos or whatever it is, like, that's not 100% reality. Okay. The mom baking and having a good time, like, I've seen the flip side of that where it's like there's flour everywhere and everyone's a hot mess. Like more often than not, everyone is fucking fucking up. Okay. Everybody all around the board. And you're making your own choices. Right. And you have to make your own choice. I guess the mom shame. So many people can be inadvertently mom shamed by just like seeing things on social media. I mean, like, oh, this person's life is perfect. Like you're only getting so much of their, of their existence. Right. You're not getting everything. Just like I push things to the side of my dining room if I take a picture of my kids. So I don't need everyone seeing everything that's on my dining room table. You're okay? self-mom shaming. You're like, I know. Well, we all, right. Exactly. But like when it's someone random mom shaming you, you may make your own choices. Like I have snack bins where my kids can just eat snacks all day long. I don't care. They listen to their bodies. They're hungry. Let them have a snack. That's my choice. That's my family's choice. If your choice is you eat meals and you have specific snack times, fine. That's your choice. I don't like, I'm not judging you for your choice. You shouldn't judge me for my choice because it's different. Just because things right. are different doesn't mean you should judge people's choices. Do you think mom shaming has always existed or is it like extra because of social media? Oh, it's always existed. Come on. Yeah, Beverly. Go- what? Goldberg. 
Oh, John said it's been called gossip before, before it was mom shaming. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like it's social media is taking a little bit of a switch with this, the mom shaming, right? Like there's a little bit of a flip in it, especially like on TikTok, you know, Instagram was built off this whole idea of like this perfect picture and a lot of people played into that in every industry and every niche, whatever. And on the TikTok side, there's a lot more, you know, this is my messy life. This is my messy house. This is how I like get through things, blah, blah. There's a lot more attention to, hey, like, let's normalize just doing what we do on a normal basis and not so much like, hey, I took this perfect photograph for everyone to see on Instagram. I like both, to be honest with you. I like a good aesthetic. I really don't judge if that's what you want to put forward, but I think everyone has to understand, like, it's not real life, 100%. Whatever you're going through is probably what most people are going through. And you have to make decisions for yourself and for your family and not feel shamed about it. And I think we have to catch ourselves, right? Like, we have to catch ourselves when we are mom shaming because I think everyone's guilty of it in some degree. Do I go on the internet and just, like, talk shit about people I don't know? No. But are there moms I've run into where I'm like, oh, like, I don't like how they do this thing. Of course I have. Everyone's thought that. But I think you need to check your feelings, your thoughts, your privilege in some scenarios and understand what someone else could be going through. That's the only way to stop the cycle of just mom shaming and being honestly mean to other people. Low key mean, right? Micro mean. Micro aggression. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Microaggressions. They come in all forms. Like, yeah. Stop it. It's okay. It's okay to think it. You're, you're, you're self-reflecting but like maybe don't put your self-reflection on other people right john what have you learned (laughs) get off the internet i know you're on the mom forums talking a lot of shit and you gotta stop you don't know anything about these women you don't know anything about these poor women and you gotta knock it off we told you (laughs) the mom came also, a totally different topic, but, like, don't let mom shame turn into mom guilt, right? Like, don't do that either. Oh, definitely do what I did and was like, uh-uh. No, thank you. Because that's what you need to do. Like, if someone is mom shaming you, no, thank you. I'm doing the right thing for my family. Giving my daughter a Reese's peanut cup buttercup in her lunch to like make sure she was happy that she was excited to go to school that day that was my choice and it made my life a lot easier that day and I'm totally fine with that no thank you no thank you mom see you later (laughs) definitely end on that negative note Thanks for listening to Moms on Overtime. You can follow us on Instagram at Moms on Overtime or find us on Facebook.